At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We are off and running. On the next day, it is a Friday now for those of you on the East Coast. Still riding strong here on a Thursday evening. That gentleman, 23 years ago, was the 20 or the 50th overall pick by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And tonight, 32 picks go. And his former team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, traded out of the first round. What are what are you sweating? I have. We've I, just, we I just need, had the NFL I need, draft. I don't care about that. I need one save. Oh. I'm in a shootout in Colorado. I have the Predators. I just need one save. He never ceased to amaze. He missed it. Yes, Predators win. There you go. There we go, baby. All right, now I'm back to you. Let's go. (laughs) Woo! So the NFL draft in the books. Um, Trayvon Walker, the steam was real, and he ultimately goes number one. Could have got a real juicy ticket. Uh, We've been talking about that for a while, and uh, ultimately the slow progression of him going number one ultimately happens as he lands to the Jacksonville Jaguars. So let's start there, Sean. I don't think as much as we talked about it, and really when we concluded last night's show, I think we were all in agreement. Trayvon Walker's going one. Ultimately, that was the decision that they went with. What do you think about Trayvon Walker to the Jags, and what does this mean for the Jaguars moving forward? I think it's a restart. And a good restart. You know, any time an organization goes through the turmoil, the dysfunction, and it's played out in the public Mm -hmm. that they experienced last year, it can really, I mean, create some deep-rooted issues systematically, uh, relationship-wise within your organization. So to give Mr. Khan credit, he didn't allow the problem to continue on. He went ahead, made the decision to move on from Urban Meyer, brought in Doug Peterson. Obviously, it looks like Doug Peterson and Trent Baalke have a better working relationship. I thought they did the right thing. I've always said early in the draft, you want to try and hit home runs, not doubles. And Trayvon Walker is a home run swing. A lot of people talked about lack of statistical production. Guess what? Nobody on Georgia's team was elite from a statistical standpoint, yet they had, what, five? Get drafted in the first round? All defensive players. Because the film doesn't lie, (laughs) right? 
Like they and, had some legitimate. And Lorenzo dudes. Carter might be the best player on their defense. And he's coming back. So <laughs> it's, it's incredible. And Nicobe Dean is the heart and soul. And he's still available. Of the defense. And he's still available. So I, I was proud to see the National Football League evaluation process continue to improve. Yeah, twelve SEC players go in the first round. We talked about that uh, with Eric. I think it was Eric Eager. I, we we've been talking so much draft on this show, but I believe he liked over ten and a half SEC. Just because, and I, I had the list, and I'll get it here in just a moment, but you, you look at all the, the possibilities. Like, we had, I think, eight locks, and you're just like, well, if you just do the math, eventually more SEC guys are going to go. So if you played the over on the SEC prop, which uh, at one point I'll, I'll figure it out here and find it through my notes. Oh, here we go. Yeah, so I had the list here, and then underneath it was, you know, Quay Walker was questionable. Well, he went. Uh, Lewis Seen uh, was questionable. He went. Uh, Kair Elam, he obviously goes very highly. So, um, you know, even, you know, you don't need the Matt Corrals of the world or even the Nicobe Deans. Think about that. They got there for the over-under on the SEC without Matt Corral sneaking in, without Nicobe Dean, who had an over-under in the first round, without George Pickens, who, you know, once again, his over-under was 38, 39 or so. Uh, so ultimately... Uh, 12 SEC players go in the first round. Uh, that over cashes. As for the overs on positions, real quickly, we'll run through this. Under on quarterbacks, you could have got plus money under two and a half. So anyone who believed there would be a really no run on quarterbacks, well done. Uh, tip of the cap to you, Sean, for uh, your evaluation. And the uh, the uh, talent evaluators in the league clearly believing the same thing. Only one quarterback goes and I think surprisingly to some, it was Kenny Pickett. If any quarterback were to go in the first round, if you had said yesterday only one quarterback goes, I think I would say Kenny Pickett. Nine, really? Yeah, I, I just. Why? Well, first of all, they don't know how to evaluate quarterbacks because <laughs> otherwise they'd have taken but Sam Howell. The, but it's the Steelers. But Pickett was the one whose production and measurables, at least from this single season that we just witnessed, matched up. Now, you dig deeper, there's some question marks there, but if you just go by his measurables and the season he just had, it matches. It makes sense. Add in the fact that University of Pittsburgh utilizes the Pittsburgh Steelers facilities, mm-hmm. so now you get the in-person aspect of it. A lot of relationships between University of Pittsburgh and the Steelers organization. So a lot of people that Mike Tomlin and the Rooney family can pick up the phone. What kind of kid is he? How does he work? They've seen him kind of develop, you know, right in front of their eyes. So I think there are a lot of of, of connectors there that, that made that the 20th pick of the draft. Without those, I think we don't see a quarterback selected in the first round. But to be honest, Tim, that wasn't the most surprising thing for me. No one that I heard looked at this group of offensive linemen as deep and talented. I People loved Equanu, mm-hmm. they loved Evan Neal. People started to love Charles, Charles Cross, Cross, but then we were told there was a drop-off. There were three offensive linemen selected with the top nine picks of the draft and nine total offensive linemen selected in the first round, and I think there were some major reaches. And two centers. <laughs> major reaches. Outside so, of Kenyon Green, the offensive guard from a and Who went, who I went like, 15, yeah, by the I way. didn't like any of the other five offensive linemen taken in the first round. So to run through them, and if you played over on offensive linemen, you cash because that was seven and a half. I, I thought about playing the over. Uh, ultimately, uh, was one of the like three tickets possible you could bet on that I didn't bet on, Sean. 
Uh, the Patriots drafted Cole Strange. Cole Strange. So there's a clip going out there. Uh, is it Les Snead oh, and man. and uh, Sean McVay? They're doing they're Les Snead and Sean McVay. Les Snead, the GM of the uh, the LA Rams, and, and Sean McVay, of course, the head coach. They're they're I guess talking to the media. They never pick today, obviously, because they trade away all their picks. And <laughs> McVay goes, wait. <laughs> Cole Strange just got drafted. Oh man! He goes. We did all that homework for nothing. We thought he could be available at 108. <laughs> he goes 29 to the Patriots. There wasn't even an over/under set on Cole Strange. Uh, to put it into perspective, and once again, you know, Dane Brugler is thought of highly as a as a draft analyst, but he's not the Bible. But I like using him as a resource. He had a third round grain. On Cole Strange. He had him as his fourth center. <laughs> Dude, I, I literally had watched Cole Strange and turned the film off. So here's the thing. Real quickly, because the, the losses hurt more than the wins. So the Tyler Linderbaum situation, I, I gave him out on the show, right. a loser. I, I thought he'd go past 20, 27, and he went 25 to the Ravens. Um, and the reason was, I had read a report, in addition to the fact that he's a center, and like when I said center, you laughed and you're, you know, you were like, you're like, yeah, he's a center. So I was like, all right. And then I saw a report from Tony Pauline that said that Cam Jurgens, the center from Nebraska, and Cole Strange were making moves. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, he's going to second rounds. Well, both go in the first round. Uh, so quite the day for the big fellas. And I'm not ignoring you. Like I'm looking at the list of best available players left, and just, I mean. Mac Jones. I mean, you don't understand it yet because he's still so inexperienced in this league, but Christian Watson's going to be a dude. To me, he becomes the most talented wide receiver on the New England Patriots roster the minute they draft him. So, I hear you. Center. Okay. Chattanooga. Not even sure what division or league Chattanooga is in. They're, they're FCS. I was being sarcastic. Uh, yes, I was being the sarcastic. home of uh, home of Terrell Owens. Yeah, they're the mocks. The mocks. Yes, yeah. I was being sarcastic. Um, I uh, sometimes I think but, trying to be the smartest person in the room gets you in more trouble. Who you? No, me. No, I'm talking about oh, Belichick. Belichick. Yes. I agree. And the drafting, and I was going to add in Jerry Jones, Tyler Smith. Uh, that's a reach. You had heard at least he's a tackle. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know if he can play tackle in the NFL. He's big. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I mean, think about some of the guys who were drafted after winning Dallas pick him. 24. 24. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. 
And they didn't trade up. They so, didn't trade down. So, uh, real quick. Didn't they just lose a pass rusher? So, there was a lot of discussion that the Cowboys were desperately trying to trade up. Well, there were plenty of trades. Nine in totality in the first round. Most we've had, I think, in two decades. And they could have traded up to maybe get a Trevor Penning. You know, what's interesting, Sean, is that the Saints, now you might say they reached on Chris Olave, but they went up and they got their guy, mm-hmm. who it was clearly Chris Olave. And still got an offensive tackle. And then still got the tackle mm-hmm. in Trevor Penning to fall to them in 19. So I think the Saints, now we'll see what happens with those guys, but it felt like their plan of attack worked out, right? Remember, they traded into the first round. They wanted to get two pieces right away. Trevor Penning was thought to be that fourth tackle after the big three went, and they got Penning sitting there at 19. Now, you know, a couple guards went in front of him. They are able to get a tackle, and then they clearly really evaluated Chris Olave highly enough to get him ahead of Jamison Williams. Now, I wouldn't have taken Olave. You know how I feel about Jamison Williams. And you I love, think I, I'm the same. Everyone else I think will. he was the best wide I will say this about Olave. I don't hate it for the Saints because he's going into the third option in the passing game. I mean, Mike Thomas is going to be number one. Alvin Kamara is going to be number two. It's a good situation. So it's a good situation for him if Mike Thomas is serious about playing football for the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. All right. We got a lot to get to. And they got their tackle, Trevor Penning. Yeah. So the Saints, they did some some good things. Uh, The Jets were tremendous. Tremendous tonight. And how about the fact that we had two receivers, Hollywood Brown and A.J. Brown, get moved tonight. Only one quarterback, but plenty of stars on the move. It's the nightcap coming on back. This is the nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. It is a nightcap here on VEASAN. Um, give me just one second to pull up my email so I can properly give the read. Here we go. Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free and spit-free and are made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zinn is available in 10 varieties and two strengths, three milligrams of for nic- fresh nicotine satisfaction and six milligram for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet, you can enjoy Zin anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zin. Visit Zin.com, that's Z-Y-N.com to learn more and to find Zin nicotine pouches near you. Zin nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 and over who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive well, it's worth mentioning, uh, we do have a NBA playoff game going on as we speak. Dallas Heck of a game. leading Utah 94-90 to as Dallas looking to finish off the Utah Jazz and head on to the second round where they will take on the Phoenix Suns, who closed out uh, the uh, New Orleans Pelicans earlier tonight as they won 115-109. to Devin Booker returned to action, only at 13 points tonight. He's Chris Paul at 33 Uh, But the Phoenix Suns finishing off the Pelicans. The Sixers absolutely obliterated uh, the Raptors by 35. And uh, as mentioned, we're waiting to see here what happens with Dallas 
Oh, so we talked about the number one overall pick, Trayvon Walker. Uh, we do have odds for rookie of the year. We'll get to those a little bit later on, Sean. Um, but last night on the show, we had on John Jansen. Mm-hmm. John was very passionate about the Lions and the rumors at the time that it might be Kayvon Thibodeau that goes number one, or sorry, number two to Detroit. And the betting market kind of rushed to Kayvon Thibodeau and then started to retreat a little bit today. And ultimately, the Lions went with Aiden Hutchinson. Kayvon didn't drop drastically, but did drop a little bit, went to five, so you're able to cash plus money on his over-under at four and a half. The Lions going with Aiden Hutchinson and then trading back up to get Jamison Williams at 12. What did you make of Excellent. the night of for Detroit? Excellent. I mean, first of all, Aiden Hutchinson is a perfect fit. He's a kid from Detroit, went to high school there, grew up there, played right up the road at the University of Michigan. He matches the personality of Dan Campbell, you know, which I think is very important. He's a high-energy guy. Coach Campbell's a high-energy guy. Couldn't ask for anything more. I thought that was a great selection by Detroit. And then to be able to come back up and get Jamison Williams after getting Panay Sewell last year, I just, I mean, I know it didn't manifest itself on the field last year with victories, but I feel like this is the truest direction that the Lions organization has been headed in in a long time. Like, I feel like the people in, in positions of power are making the right decisions. They'll have an opportunity next year or maybe tomorrow. You know, they decide to select a young quarterback to groom under golf. I would love for Sam Howell to go there and have a chance to prove himself. The colors are kind of similar, the UNC. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You but know, I thought they did an outstanding job. I, I want to give a, a tip of the hat to the Jets. Yeah. They obviously stuck to their guns, you know, because when you get it four and Aquanu's sitting there and. And the reports were that it was that they were deciding between. If if it came down to this, it would be a Quanu mm-hmm. or Sauce yes. at four. And there was a report earlier this week that Joe Douglas, the the GM there, really really was high on Ikea Quanu. But as you mentioned a Defensive couple weeks coach. ago, yep. yeah. Well, you mentioned the Robert Sala part, and then you just you said that you spoke to four different defensive coordinators in the league that number had Sauce Gardner four. as the number one player. Yep. Uh, which, by the way, cashed that under seven and a half. That was easy winner. Uh, also, top five, uh, even money at the time when we talked about it. So, those were nice to cash. Um, so, let me show you how but, the, the Jets' war room went. Yeah. A lot of back and forth at four. Head coach wins out. Gets a defensive player. Compromise to that was at 10, they had to go offense. Just to pacify everybody else in the room who wanted to go O-line because of the situation with uh, their right tackle. Yep. Um, what's uh, uh, Mackay Becton. Mackay Becton. Left tackle. Left yeah. tackle. Yep. And, and what's going on with him. But they didn't panic. Now, I don't agree with the Garrett Wilson selection. Because you would have went Jamison But I would have went Jamison Williams. But Garrett Wilson's going to be a really good football player. When you add in that they already have Corey Davis, and then they have Elijah Elijah Moore Moore. coming off a great rookie year, Mm -hmm. and they brought in C.J. Umazama from Cincy in free agency. Okay, now you're starting to put weapons around Zach Wilson. Now, what the move that I thought gave them an A-plus was a lot of times teams that haven't experienced success, when they have success, they kind of rest on their morals. You know, they get on the phone, ha, 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 how'd you like our draft? They kept pressing the pedal to the floor. 
traded back into the first round to get what they did not take at four, which is an edge rusher to go opposite Carl Lawson and FSU defensive end Jermaine Johnson, who I thought was worthy of a top 10 selection. So they walk away. Best player in the draft, in my opinion, Sauce Gardner. Second or third best wide receiver, obviously number one on their board, and they get their edge rusher. And they have all of them under team-controlled contract for potentially five years. Well, think about this. There were reports this week that the Jets were really thinking about selecting Jermaine Johnson with the number four Uh, pick. I wouldn't have been surprised at all. I think he was deserving of it. They had him higher than Kayvon Thibodeau, and, you know, sometimes – and, and it might come out, I don't know why he dropped. I don't know if it was injury, off the field. Who yeah, knows? I don't like to speculate. Yeah, I, not, I just think people are going to regret it. I'm not speculating either. I mean, last year, uh, Jeremiah Usu-Koromoa, he dropped to the mid-second round. The Browns scoop him up. Pito's thought to be a first-round pick. He had a great rookie season. And I think Jermaine Johnson's your – I mean, I'm not comparing the two. I think Jermaine Johnson's ceiling is, is higher. Yeah. And now you get, like you said, three first-round picks. Uh, as for the Jets – uh, that trade that they did to get back into the first round, they traded 35, 69, and 163 for 26 and 101. Um, so, uh, look, if if I'd be very curious if we could steal Joe Douglas's board, I would imagine he got three top five, three top ten at minimum, and maybe even three. Top five. I, I don't know. We'll see about Chris I think Olave. it was a good day. Yeah. You know, in, where is that, Long Island? Where uh, the Jets' uh, facilities well, located? Are, they, I think they're out in New Jersey, aren't they? Are there, are there facilities on Long Island? I don't know. I think they are. I was, so I, I did have a couple of head, head scratchers. Oh, yeah. I'm not really sure. And, you know, Mike Pritchard, you know, him and the crew were at South Point, yep. and he did make a good point. But I just can't see this happening. And when I saw Vrabel, it didn't look like he was in favor of making this move. A.J. Brown, one of the best young receivers in the National Football League. You just added Robert Woods to compliment A.J. Brown. So Ryan Tannehill has everything now. He's he's excuse-free, right? You can't make any excuses. You trade A.J. Brown. And, and listen, I like Trey Burks. I do. That's a pressure situation. I mean, they're Super Bowl team. You know, how much longer is that defense going to be elite, that front four, that front seven, ability to get to the quarterback? Like, I just didn't like that. There's a couple teams that surprised me. You know, say what you want about Kansas City. They decided that they couldn't play Tyreek Hill, but they went out and got Marquez Valdez-Scantlin and Juju Smister to go along with Travis Kelsey, and they still have Patrick Mahomes. So I get that, like, in some sense, and they still potentially could add a receiver. The Tennessee one, I scratched my head, and and I don't know what Arizona was doing either. And Tennessee, by the way, was the one that traded out uh, with the Jets yeah. as they got Jermaine Johnson. Uh, what as was we, Arizona doing? Just right quick before we what? trading for Hollywood Brown with a first round pick. Yeah, your guess is as I good mean, as mine. Man. Did I miss something? I mean, it's uh, he ain't, he ain't worth a first round pick. I know he was a first round pick. He's not worth it. He was in Arizona, by the way. Yeah, I remember Hollywood struggling last year catching the ball early in the season. Yeah, Lamar Jackson's not happy, uh, but you know, for for the Ravens, they got Kyle Hamilton and what is likely, you know, their Tyler Linderbaum, their, their starting center uh, for you knows probably the next decade or so. Um, as we uh, as we wrap up this segment, we do need to point out the fact that uh, we've got a game coming down to the wire: Dallas leading ninety eight ninety six 
over the Utah Jazz. Dallas up three games to two in this series. Uh, Jalen Brunson just hit a free throw uh, to make it a two-point game. But the Utah Jazz will have the ball. I believe it will be advanced to midcourt uh, after a timeout. So Utah, can they win it and uh, force a game seven back in Dallas uh, over the weekend? Or will this uh, will this thing be all wrapped up here tonight? Uh, we do have one game tomorrow uh, in the NBA, Memphis and Minnesota. Uh, but That should be a good one. Right now, looking like uh, if Utah and Dallas wrap this up, I don't know. They got to figure out we might not have a game on Saturday. <laughs> Good, because um, we have boxing. Oh, yes, right. Shakur Stevenson. Yeah. All right. More thoughts in the draft. We'll also get you updated on uh, what's happening in Utah. 98-96. Dallas, by the way, closed as a one-point favorite in most spots. It's a nightcap. This is the Nightcap on VSEN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series, ca- a city cast. Designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective, there are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and D.C. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast. The Utah Jazz are done. Dallas Mavericks get the win 98-96. to They cover the short spread of one. I believe uh, the crew of the look ahead, Scott Seidenberg and Jason, as producer, we're uh, very heavily invested in the Dallas Mavericks, so tip of the cap to you two gentlemen. Nice, nice hit. Nice winner there. Uh, and I'm sure it was never in doubt when uh, Boyan Bogdanovich pump faked and had a wide-open three for the win, and it clanked. So, uh, Can I ask you a question? Yes, you can. What did you think of Green Bay's picks? So, I, this morning... So every morning I do uh, a radio hit in Milwaukee, and I joked with the guys. I said, we're going to come in tomorrow, and they're not going to pick a wide receiver. And we all kind of yucked it up. And then my prediction was at 22, I think I predicted they would go Devin Lloyd, but I felt like they would go linebacker, which they did. They got Quay Walker. Mm -hmm. And then at 28, they go Devontae Wyatt. So here's my question. I don't – I think the instant immediate reaction should be I don't like it. They didn't get a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. But then, what have you always said? You got to go by your board. And Aaron Rodgers was on Pat McAfee's show live reacting to this. And he said that the organization apparently had six first-round grades. and They were all gone by 22. Now, look, it was on them, Sean, to be aggressive and move up. I think that's where they missed out. But... At, if you can't trade up or you're not willing to move up to get one of those wide receivers, or maybe you didn't foresee this big run coming, whatever it was, do you force it at 22 and 28, Sean, if you're Green Bay? Just to play a little devil's advocate, because I know the obvious low-hanging fruit is how could they not have drafted a wide receiver? Well, for me, it wasn't about that specific position as much as it was for me. The last time we saw the Green Bay Packers, that defense gave up 13 points. Yeah. 
Held Garoppolo to, what, 120 yards passing? Held Debo to 39 yards? Eli Mitchell to 50 yards rushing? Like, no one had more than four receptions on the 49ers? Like, last time we saw them, defense wasn't an issue. It was the offense. And that offense had Devontae Adams on it. This one doesn't. So, I just, when I look at these two picks and I'm like, I mean, what, what are you guys saying? You, are, are you, the defense let you down in the uh, NFC playoffs? Or because I love Quay Walker and I love Devontae White, but I mean, what do you, you – And they have uh, – This is what they want to do. Next year they want to make sure defense doesn't give up more than nine. So that way if they get to ten like they did in this last <laughs> game of last year, then they'll win ten to nine. I'm just telling defense- you, for as successful as Green Bay is, I have scratched my head at the decisions that they've made within that organization. I, just, I, don't, I don't get it. So last year, their first-round pick was Eric Stokes' corner. In 2020, their first-round pick was, uh, I think it was, it was Darnell Savage. Savage was a first-round pick in 2019. Uh, also, Rashawn Gary was a first-round pick in 2019. Jairi Alexander was a first-round pick in 2018. They're all defensive players. Two all players defense. tonight, two defensive players. That's why they only gave up 13 the last time we saw them. They got, so they a, got a whole defense, bunch man. of stuff over there already. And they 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 signed Devondre Campbell, who is a pro bowler. They re-signed him, and he's an inside backer. I figured out what they're trying to do. They're going to have the 85 Bears defense? No, nah, they're going to push Rodgers out. <laughs> Like, you ever had a roommate that you didn't like? You know, you don't like it cold, so every time you come home, you put you make it freezing. Like, I'm make it so uncomfortable in here that this fool leaves. I think that's what they're doing. Because right now, Jordan Love is moving the receiver based on, <laughs> you know, the roster as it currently sits. They're, they're starting. Because you can't tell me, when they pick up Sammy Watkins? Isn't he, like, 50? Boy, I mean, when was the last time Sammy Watkins played all every game? Alan Lazard, Sammy Watkins, Randall Cobb. Those are your uh, receivers right now. You got wow. Robert Tunyon. I think they're trying to make Rodgers leave. They're making, they have two second, leave. So they have two second-round picks. Huh? I At this point, I mean, Lord knows, but they got to pick a receiver in the second round, right? Because you have uh, – can I call it right now? They're picking Alec Pierce, the kid from Cincinnati. I said it – I don't know when I said it. I think I said it on the, the show in Milwaukee. Right now, flip this. Alec Pierce will be a Packer. He is the perfect Packer. The slot receiver, he's rising up boards. He's not a Jordy Nelson. I'll I know. Tell you that. I'm not saying he is. And I'm not knocking Alec Pierce. I'm, I'm just – I'm just, fired up to see – what are the Bucks going to do tomorrow at 33? Like, I'm fired up to see the draft Because well, they tomorrow. haven't drafted yet. Oh. Had all them people come and show up at a draft party. <laughs> and they didn't select anyone. Uh, yeah, so the receivers left. You've got Sky Moore who doesn't really profile as your prototypical Packer receiver. you got some guys, Pickens, Watson. Tolbert. You like Tolbert? Yeah, yeah I like Tolbert. He's okay. Uh, hey, I like Tolbert. Yes, yes. The kid from Mechie? South Alabama, yep. Oh, uh, Mechie. You're not a big Mechie guy? So guys like Mechie, uh, and by the way, I thought the worst selection of the first round was the commanders taking Jahan Dotson. That was a stretch. I didn't like that at all. They traded down, so they got yeah. a third and a fourth. So they, the crazy. Here's the interesting thing. So let's get to that. So, at 11, the Washington Commanders were sitting there. Reportedly, Washington was very high on Drake London. Mm -hmm. Drake London got selected by Atlanta. So, anyone who had Drake London first wide receiver, go ahead and and cash those tickets. Nice hit there. Um, Drake London goes to Atlanta. 
Garrett Wilson goes 10 to the Jets. And it was thought that Washington really liked Chris Olave and pair him with a former Ohio State guy and, and Terry McLaurin. Um, and then the Saints trade up with them, so they get a third and a fourth, but they pick Chris Olave. So then Jamison Williams goes, and they're sitting there at 16. That, to me, Sean, felt like a reach with Jahan Dotson. Reach? At like, 16? They could have taken him at 30, and I would say Traylon was Burks was still on the board. Is, how big is what – what are Terry McLaurin's measurables? Isn't he a smaller guy? Uh, Yeah, I'll get that for you. But Jahan Dotson's 5'10", like a buck seventy. Oh, I know. Okay, so he's bigger. Six foot two ten. I was here. trying to see how they – Dotson's 5'10", 178. Yeah, he's a little dude. He can only play in the slot. Yeah, I don't I, – so I'm happy for the Dotson family. Sure. You know, get that bag. But I tell you before the draft, I had him way down on my list just because I think he's – one-dimensional and what he's going to be able to do, especially early in the National Football League. And how does 170 pounds hold up? Because he's not like a Tyreek Hill, like, you know, muscles, you know, compact. You know, he's more of a slender, linear-built 5'10". But we'll see. Well, let's uh, let's quickly, I want to get to uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson just... Uh, Did he t- ask for a trade? Just tweeted out a picture of Hollywood Brown just retweeted the Arizona Cardinals Twitter account with Hollywood Brown at their draft party. So if you missed it, the Ravens traded Hollywood Brown to the Cardinals for a first-round pick. There were other picks involved, but that was the main you know, crux of it, which, by the way, great deal for the Ravens. Um, but Lamar Jackson had uh, put up some emojis and also tweeted out WTF. So by the way, do we have do we, do we have the slate? Can you, I'm pulling up his uh, of the, thing of the trade. So Baltimore gets the 23rd overall pick. Arizona gets Marquise Brown in the 100th pick. What's that? A, a fourth rounder, Aaron? 100th pick in the fourth round. Devontae Adams went for a first and a second. Tyreek Hill went for a first, like a third and a fourth. Ravens. Did a pretty good job here, and then they traded back a little bit more to get Linderbaum. So and they got a center. I don't, I don't know how good a job they did, and and I'm gonna play the other side of this. Well, because, if you pissed off your quarterback, then that's not well. Great. Also, they just paid Marcus Williams the, the safety. They paid him big money, and they have Chuck Clark there. So it's not like safety was a hole. Also, they already had probably the most. I mean. Baron of talent, wide receiver group of a good team in the NFL, and then you lose Hollywood Brown and replace him with what? They didn't pick up any big-time receivers in free agency. They did not. They have Rashad Bateman, who has spent a first-round pick on Who's last been year. hurt all, the whole time, almost. They had uh, the kid from Texas, DuVernay. They drafted in the third round a couple years ago. I mean, I didn't get it. Like, people are going to say they had a great draft. I didn't I didn't see it. But what? I just I didn't Did see Arizona it. have a good draft and, 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 and I, three for I, Marquise Brown? Well, I don't know what Arizona's doing. And how in the heck is uh, Hollywood Brown already in Arizona? I mean, obviously this had to be something that oh, this, happened. This was clearly in the right. works. Well done by the Cardinals <laughs> and the Ravens. Right. How did this not get out? Jeez. Everything nowadays gets out. Like he's at the draft party. Yeah. They're like, we're not drafting, but we got Hollywood Brown. <laughs> um, we'll, uh, we'll give some thoughts on the players still available and early, early, early. Odds on Rookie of the Year.
The Call of Cash with, Direct, with DraftKings Connect the Victory Challenge, sponsored by Verizon. Play for free in this nine-part prediction pool series and take your shot at grabbing a share of $45,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Verizon now to join the action. Verizon, America's most reliable 5G network. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Alongside Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. The second round of the NFL Draft will begin tomorrow, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 o'clock Pacific. We'll be on the air at a normal time at 7 o'clock uh, to break everything down for you. Will the Packers maybe draft the receiver tomorrow? Who knows? We don't know. They have two second-round picks. Um, and uh, I've already made the prediction that Alec Pierce will be a member of the Green Bay Packers. Uh, he fits the, the body not. type. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. They don't pick till 53. That's their next selection. I think Alec Pierce so will be around. 20, point, 20 slots. Let me, let, me, let me switch gears on you for a second. All right. Because we got to poke fun at the Cowboys. We got to. Tyler and I know you hit a book. I know you hit your bet. Uh, look, so I'm happy for you. Thank you, Jerry Jones, for making but me hit that bet. In the offseason, they lost Connor Williams, Lyle Collins, Cedric Wilson, Amari Cooper, mm-hmm. and Randy Gregory. And they selected offensive linemen from Tulsa in the first round. Whatever the Cowboys' win total is next year, we're going under. They are the odds-on favorite to win the NFC. We will get paid because we're going <laughs> under. Under the Cowboys. That's right. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. You hear that, Dave Ross? Dave Can you Ross. imagine being a Cowboys fan? We let Amari Cooper go? When was the last time they Randy won? Randy Gregory left? When did they win anything? Lyle Collins went to Cincy? Oh, we got the draft. We're about to get right. Who is that? Was it Tyus Johnson? Was the the O lineman's name? Uh oh, t- t- Tyler Smith. Tyler Smith. Ooh, Tyler Smith, and the win totals ten and a half. Oh, we got a cat. We got to go bet that now. The problem is they play in the NFC East. Guarantee. First one of two thousand twenty-two. Cowboys under ten and a half. <laughs> uh, well, quickly before we get to some futures, uh. Early, early futures. Um, the Eagles today acquired A.J. Brown. That was a really good pickup. Um, a lot of pressure on old Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. I'm going to find my draft tracker here. Hold on. Uh, and then the Giants had the fifth pick. I thought they did a good job. And uh, they were able to grab Kayvon Thibodeau. Thibodeau. I don't love Thibodeau. But... And then they got Evan Neal 
who I understand. almost immediately doesn't he go oh, he's starting. to the right side, right well, tackle? Is they it right they signed four guys in free agency, so and he's an immediate starter. Yeah. And Thomas had he been fought, that was, last year was his best year, Andrew Thomas. Right. Right. So, so. you wouldn't move him from left tackle. No, and that's but why the versatility like Evan. of uh, of Evan Neal, I mean, the yeah. fact that Evan Neal kind of fell to them at seven. It doesn't matter what they do. They've they've still got, got, be, they still got Daniel Jones, the quarterback. Whose uh, option was was not picked up. <laughs> oh boy. Um so the first round of the NFL draft in the book, sixteen and sixteen. We gotta go find all the mock drafts. Well that I'll, had quarterbacks going in the top six. And we gotta make that we gotta keep that. I don't think we gotta notate that for next year. Was there anybody out there? I guess there were a couple I saw today. Some people had the Lions going quarterback. That was crazy. I mean, you're fine. You I don't have a problem with, you know, early on in the process because look, there's a lot of but if your mock draft today came out and it had a quarterback going too, like, come on, what are we doing? By the way, shout out to our guy Ben Standig, uh, now three-time huddle report mock draft champ. He's got to know somebody on the board. There was a three-way tie, and Ben Standig tied for the championship. Our guy what? on the show last night. What, they get 10 right? I mean, there's nobody that was more than 50%. Well, yeah, I don't know that the point total is he had 48 points. So you get points for players going in the first round. And then I think if you get a, oh, a direct well, match. Yeah, that's, that's, come on, that's cheating. Want to do a mock draft next year? See how you do? I didn't even make a bet this year. I understand. Well, that's not a bet. It's just, well, you made three with me and you won them oh, all. Oh, if I thought. I can't believe. How did Malik Willis not go in the first round? Because I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> he may not go in the second while you're laughing. Cigar bet. Nope. But by I'm just way, telling you. By the way, uh, it's no guarantee if he's going tomorrow. If you played along with us, I didn't realize that if I had won my three cigar bets today, which was Desmond Ritter was going to own the first round, which closed, I think, 28 and a half. Yeah. Charles Cross would be under eight and a half, which closed like six and a half. And Malik Willis would go in the first round. We would have tied. But that's what your big brother does to you. He you, gets you just close you, enough to the finish line where you won't stop trying. Well, and and, the, and then he spanks well, you on the hand. Clearly, what happened? I mean, the the horrible bet that I made mm-hmm. torpedoed this whole thing. I would have won if I didn't put my foot in my mouth with the St. Peter's Purdue game. I gave you seven to one odds, which was the fair price at the time. That was yeah. the money line. And uh, if I don't lose that, I win. But I did. So that's the nature of the beast. This first season is in the books. Mm-hmm. On the nightcap, uh, let it be known, uh, Sean King beat Tim Murray 25 to 19. Yep. Cigar bets. And if it weren't for a 7 to 1 bet that I gave him on St. Peter's against Purdue, I so, win. I can't believe it. Do I, I get to pick what I kind of six these are? Or? I can, hell no. <laughs> hell no. So you got you're getting Swisher hey, sweets nah, or, nah, or nah, black nah, and miles. Nah, 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 nah. Come on, man. My palate does not recognize anything that you just said. I mean, you pick the finest six dollar cigar out there, and I'll get you six of those. <laughs> because here's the thing: if I had won by six, I'd have got whatever wine you wanted. Oh no way! Oh, absolutely! I'd have got whatever wine you wanted. No, nah, not twenty. Not for sticks. We at least go thirty. Get the hell out of here. A $30 stick? 
Well, I'm just saying I might want one or two of those mixed in with some other more yeah, reasonably yeah. priced sticks. I mean, if you want if you want two thirty dollar sticks, you're getting at least two black and milds. No, no, listen, listen. I want to be able to to peacock Instagram. Thirty dollar sticks. I gotta be what what I put in my mouth when I say this is what happens when you cigar bet big king. I mean, that's gotta be something the, that's classy. This is the worst case. Scenario. That's elite. I mean, I was just hammering him, and I got you lost. Stupid Purdue. You lost. I mean, how? On God's green earth, you have a 7-4 dude and a 6-11 dude, and you lose to St. Peter's. Yeah. Good Lord. All right, let's close out here. All right. Uh, Offensive rookie of the year right now. (laughs) Kenny Pickett's the favorite. Uh, Don't bet that because he's not going to play. Plus 450. He is now a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Drake London to Atlanta, 6-1. Traylon Burks, plus 750. He's in... Tennessee, Malik Willis undrafted plus 750. Right. Brees Hall 8 to 1, Garrett Wilson jersey or the Jets I should say 9 to 1, Kenneth Walker 10 to 1, Jamison Williams 10 to 1, Chris Olave 12 to 1. Uh and then your guy Sam Howell 18 to 1. By the way, if you had to bet, you you know, the money you won from the draft day was mm-hmm. burning a hole in your pockets. Right. Just put a little on Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker and hope for the best because those odds are going to shrink tomorrow whenever we find out where they go. Yeah. Tomorrow's going to be interesting. Because there's going to be a really – There's, gonna be there's no names. guarantee. I'm just telling you. That he doesn't go in the second round? <laughs> yes. I think he goes in the second round. I'm just think? telling you. What I'm really interested Who's about, in the market for a quarterback that has a second-round pick? Washington. Pittsburgh's already taking one. Washington. Washington needs to go receiver. Because they wasted a first-round pick on one, so they need to go and get them a receiver. Well, reportedly – uh, well, not reportedly, he said it. Ron Rivera said they really liked a uh, a quarterback, and they had a first-round grade on him, and if they didn't trade for Carson Wentz, they would have thought about drafting him at 11. But they did, so let's stand. No, I understand. All right, let's stand but Unless now. it was Kenny Pickett. All right, let's stand in now. I think they, they might. They would, if Willie Quills I mean, is I'm there. I'm looking at, I mean, let's see here, 2022 second round. Tennessee, they might be looking at a quarterback. Um. All right, well, while you do that, I don't. I just. I don't know who defensive I, I, rookie of the year. Aiden Hutchinson's the favorite, four to one. Kayvon Thibodeau plus four fifty. Trayvon Walker plus five fifty. Jermaine Johnson 71, 70 to one. My guy Quay Walker, yeah, buddy Quay Walker, uh, plus seven fifty. Devin Lloyd plus seven fifty as well. Devin, where did Devin Lloyd end up going? He went uh, twenty seven to the, the Jaguars. The Jaguars, yeah. Jets traded in for Jermaine Johnson, Jaguars. Traded Think in. about this. Devin Lloyd, Trayvon Walker, Josh Allen. Three. Jacksonville cooking with fish grease, man. Yeah. It's about to get hot down there. We'll fry up some offenses next year. And Christian Kirk is a, a newly minted $88 million not dollar so man. Much, not so much. <laughs> you know, Aaron made a good point, though. Christian Kirk started a renaissance as it comes to the wide receiver position in the NFL. Change the game, man. Change the game. All right, that's going to do it. Scott Seidenberg coming up next right here on the Nightcap. This spring, the VEASAN experts are giving you the complete betting coverage and insights you need to cash in on every sport. And right now, you can get access to everything we have to offer through July for only $59. The VEASAN experts are analyzing every playoff game, along with daily coverage of big, along with daily coverage of big, along with daily coverage of big, along with daily. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 